Oh yeah, here we go. It's time for a bonus pod, bitches. Welcome yeah. to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself. Yeah. Stretch Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Mm. Here is your host, Stretch. And here I am on a Thursday. It's Thursday. Uh, happy Hanukkah to my Jewish friends. It will start at uh, sundown tonight, the first night of Hanukkah. And it's funny because on the calendar, it's Friday is the first day of Hanukkah. But Hanukkah is celebrated at night when you light candles on the menorah. It goes for eight nights, and that starts on Thursday night, even though if you look at the calendar, it shows it as uh, December 7th on Friday. But there you go. Shout out to my Jewish friends down with my peoples. I work for a Jewish family, and they are awesome. You know what's weird? That has been a pattern in my life. I have worked for a lot of uh, Jewish families, and they've all been super cool to me, so... Uh, I am down with, with my peoples. Remember, I'm 2% Jewish. That's what it is. Maybe that's why they're super cool to me. I'm just down because I'm down. They're like, that guy right there, he's 2%er. He's cool. <laughs> but happy Hanukkah, everyone. I got to send some happy Hanukkah uh, text out today to some of my friends, too. But on uh, a fun note here, let's get going on the fat to fit or else it is a bonus pod. I've already told you guys. I, I found the punishment. I just haven't accepted a challenge yet. And I don't know what it is. I've got to... It's going to have to be a really beatable challenge. Because the, the punishment is perfect. I, I listened back to the uh, pod earlier on Monday. And I was I heard something in there. And I was like, well, there you go. That's your next punishment. But But I can tell you this. I don't want to do there's I don't ever want to do any of these punishments to be honest with you. I I just don't. They suck. But this one will get me looked at weird at my gym and I like my gym. I like going to my gym. I you know, I'm comfortable there. There's people that know me there cuz I'm there every freaking, you know, weekday. Just about at least 4 out of the 5. And I see people and they're like, "Hey, what's up? What's up, homie?" Like, it's cool. And I like it, and, and I'm comfortable and happy there. And I don't want to be a weirdo at my gym. But here is the punishment. Now, this is weird. We're doing it backwards. I'm giving you guys the punishment. Now I need the challenge of, of what I need to do. And, oh, God. Oh, God. So remember the rant on Monday's uh, podcast, if you heard it, I think, episode 33. When I went off on that dude for doing the bodybuilder poses, that's what I need to do. If I lose... I need to film myself at my gym in the mirror doing full on bodybuilder poses with a tank top and some shorts. That's what I need need to do because it's the most douche move ever. It is humiliating to to the dude. Like, I don't know how well I could do it. I I would, you know, if I, if I did, if I had to do it, I'd do it, but I don't want, I do not want to do that. I really don't want to do it. Maybe I would just go to a random Planet Fitness since I can go to anyone and I would just do it in there. Maybe that's what I would do. But I'll go to a gym and I will do the full-blown pose off bodybuilding pose and uh, uh, sit there and just, (laughs) because it's me doing it is the equivalent of that guy doing it. That guy, he was leaner than me in the sense of he didn't have a big fat belly like I do. But which would make it even funnier for me to do it. But he was by no means a bodybuilder and he was throwing the bodybuilder poses. So 
that's the punishment. Now we just got to find the challenge, and then we'll go from there. And before I go any further on today's pod, maybe the main reason I'm doing this pod is to let you know I got amazing news from the wonderful Mean Spira lady, whom I love. Um, they have got the black spirus. There, I'm I'm probably getting mine today. So as you hear this, I should be getting my all black spiras. And if that's the case, they will be in my video because I will work out in those mofos on Thursday and I'll take a bunch of pictures of them and you'll see post of them. They're just a black on black on black sneaker, but imagine the most comfortable sneaker in the world that you've ever had on your feet. And it's solid black, which is what I want because I love them. I love those shoes. Since I've seen them, I'm like, those are awesome. I want a pair. So can't wait to get them. I should be getting them, which means you should be able to get them too at spira.com. And remember on that website, you can always use a fit 10 at checkout, get 10% off, not a ton, but better than uh, nothing for sure. And then they know you're listening to fat to fit or else. So get over there and check that out. It is very good news that those are coming. And I was excited to talk to the mean Spira lady for once. And she was said, Hey, what are you doing? And I said, I'm working. And she said, what are you wearing? And I said, well, that's a weird question. And she said, send me an underwear pic. And I said, hey, I feel violated. <laughs> and she said, I have the new Spiras. And I said, okay, here's five underwear pics. That's how it went down. That was the conversation we had. Here's seven pictures of me in my underwear. When do I get my new Spiras? So apparently I get them today. I think I'm going to end up on some weird website. She's going to take my underwear photos and post them all over the internet. And, and, and I'm going to be like a weirdo. Not that I'm not a weirdo already, but that's what happened. Um, on Friday at my job, my J-O-B, we're having our Christmas party for the staff. We'll have another one, like a bigger one for like the entire company. They're both entire companies, but the one this Friday is for like just the office. And it is, uh, you know, when, when you have the Secret Santa and... Um, the white elephant Christmas party game and ugly sweater. I'm wearing, I'm not, I'm not really participating. I remember I always tell you guys, I'm walking around. I have a gun. I need to look ortho authoritative, but I am going to participate on Friday. I'm not gonna, uh, I'm going to wear a Christmas uh, shirt, but I'm not going to wear an ugly sweater, but it's ugly. It's ugly as hell, but I'm going to wear it just to be part of the festivities and it will be fun. So that is on Friday, and I'm looking forward to that. I got uh, someone I, I selected, and I, or you know what sucks? Someone, I, I, I pulled their name, I got them, and I'm like, cool, and I ordered, I bought one thing from a store, which is the main thing, and then I ordered two things on Amazon, and I got a, like a, a notice from them going, this is going to be late, and I'm like, F you, I wouldn't have bought it if I'd have known it was going to be late, you effers. So, already happening with shipping at this time of the year. Uh, what else is happening? Oh, as speaking of Christmas, let's go into this. I often sit at my desk and I listen to, I listen to the Big 49, I'll stream it. I listen to a lot of different podcasts, a lot of weird podcasts. I listen to a ton of uh, like Bible study shows. Love those, love those. I'm fascinated with them. The Bible is like a history book that is fascinating to me, and I love hearing about the Bible. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, I'm going to tell you a very bizarre story, speaking of that. Maybe I'm listening to too much of it. 
<coughs> and uh, but I also will listen to Christmas music. I will not listen to Coast 103 because that's like 37 commercials an hour and a little bit of Christmas music in between. And it's the same repeat. Like, I, I, I can't hear Frosty the Snowman again, like the ninth version of it. And you playing one every other damn song or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer every damn song. And I will punch you in the dick if you play freaking the, oh, my God, what is it? The Chipmunks Christmas. I went the classic Christmas songs. I'll take a Mariah Carey. You throw that in there. I'm good with that. Take an Amy Grant thrown in there. I'm good with that. Like that kind of stuff. But let's cut down on the on the weird crap. So, but here's a song that I, I'm just, I literally cringe. And every time I have it on, I listen to most of the time, just so you know, it's really good. If you have the iHeart app, which is where the podcast is, that's the biggest download uh, place of Fat to Fit or Else is the iHeart app. Shout out to them for being down with the stretch re after all these years. Um, they have an iHeart Christmas. They have like five of them. They have one that's that's all uh, classic ones that, that I like, but I have a problem with that one too. The main one, the, the iHeart Christmas, it's a lot like Coast 103, but has no commercials. It doesn't have any commercials. I'm, I'm thankful for that. It's great. And, and so they don't have any commercials and you can just listen to it at work. And it's good, but boy, if I hear Wham! Last Christmas one more time, I'm going to drive over to the iHeart Studios and punch somebody in the nuts. I'm, I'm pretty, I know where they are. Remember, I used to work there for like eight years. So, uh, Last Christmas is, what, here's what, I remember thinking when Wham! came out, you're like, oh, those guys are gay. Like, everyone just knew they were gay guys. It was immediate. And then... Uh, Wham broke up and George Michael went solo and you're like, nah, there's no way, man. That, that He's a ladies' man, George Michael. I want your sex. Like, like I'm a fan of the George Michael solo music. I really liked it. I saw him in concert. I was with a chick trying to get some, but I saw the George Michael uh, in concert and it was good. It, uh, that album was freaking killer. And But Wham was the gayest song ever. And it ends up he was he was gay after that after all that time he came out and he was a gay guy, and then ended up offing himself indirectly. But it was the gayest Christmas song ever. You hear that song and you're like, wow, this song's gay Christmas. And hey, if you're celebrating a very gay Christmas, maybe Wham is your anthem. But I don't celebrate a very gay Christmas. I'm not anti, but it's just not me. It's just not it's not in my wheelhouse. So I I can't stand that song. It needs to stop. And everyone needs to stop. Stop it. Stop playing Wham's Last Christmas. You know what song I'm kind of not really feeling for Christmas either? Is the Paul McCartney Christmas song. I'm like, Paul McCartney is a greedy bastard. You're 107, you're like the last living Beatle, and you're just cashing in, cashing in. And I know he made that Christmas song a long time ago, but it was just a money grab. Paul's a money-grabbing mofo. He's like uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley from Kiss, but only of a bigger group, as in the effing Beatles. You can freaking suck at Paul McCartney. He has a house on my street, which is weird. You know all that stuff. If you know any real estate agents, they know all the scoop on your street. All of them. Real estate agents are the people to talk to, and that's how I know that. I know some real estate agents, and he doesn't live on my street. I've never seen him on my street, but there's a house down the down the road a little bit that is owned by uh, Sir Paul McCartney. Uh, maybe it's just one of his kids or something. I don't know. Or maybe it's just an investment, and he rents it out, but... 
He does have a house here on my street, which is weird. Uh, let's get into some stories. Oh, and I have a, a food story I'm going to tell you. I found a new, I made the most banging dessert maybe I've ever made, and it was mostly sugar-free. I will explain that when I get to it. But right now, let's talk about the holidays coming up. We're all trying to stay, you know, I, I've even admitted I've indulged and I, I really want to add it to Thanksgiving. I only gained three pounds. I was very pleasantly surprised with that. And I've said along this journey, I'm not going to be that douchebag. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm going to sit here with all of my family on the holidays and I'm not going to eat that. I'm, I can no carbs and I can only have a slice of white meat turkey, uh, no gravy. Uh, yeah, no bread. I can't have a roll. Nah, yeah, okay. And I can drink water. But I'm not going to be that guy, and I hate those people. And if you're that person, your family hates you because everyone's typically gorging and being a fat ass on the holidays. And so much so, we've got some studies here, and it says two-thirds of people, two-thirds say that's 75% basically, right? Say they overindulge in food during the holidays, and nearly half of all people— say they take a break from exercise during the holidays. So what happens, we, we get on off track come Thanksgiving, and then you've had a bunch of pie. Remember I told you guys, I had three slices of pie at each location I went to on Thanksgiving, and I had two main Thanksgiving dinners, and I threw it down, and I had cookies at the work Thanksgiving, and it was wonderful, and I had fun, and I didn't like hate myself for it. And I got back on and I worked out the whole time. I never took a, that. That's the big one to me right there. If you're going to eat like crap during the holidays, stick to your workout routine or go for a walk. Like do something or ride a bike. Do something to burn something and, you know, at least stay in the game. When two-thirds of people say that they overindulge and then half of all people in, this, in the freaking survey say, yeah, and I also take a break from exercising. They say, meanwhile, a third of people also admit that they drink a lot more alcohol during the holidays, and more than half of people in the survey reported they're really tired because they're doing so much, they find themselves overwhelmed, and they're not getting as much sleep. You've also got holiday travel coming up right now for many, many, many people, probably a lot of you. They say there's activities with friends, there's family stuff, there's get-togethers, there's this and that, and that's all not only stressful, but all of them are food and drink and not exercising, all of that. So they did the survey in October of this year, and that's what people said. They say, uh, best thing you can do is stick to your normal routine as much as possible. I can definitely co-sign that. That's what I did. I, I, I ate everything, but I worked out the whole time. I worked out. I didn't work out, obviously, on I'm not that tool either on, on Thanksgiving Day. Maybe you are. Maybe you're the tool that got up and worked out Thanksgiving Day and then went and had Thanksgiving dinner. If you did, salute to you. They say what you do to maintain your diet is to really stick to your diet the day before. So let's say maybe your family does it on, th on uh, Christmas Eve instead of Christmas Day. Then if you know it's Christmas Eve, then on the 23rd, really, really stick to your guns. Go low-carb, high-protein. And eat really, you know, try to crack down the rest of the week if you know there's, you know, Christmas giant feast coming up that you're going to uh, go at it. They say small, consistent changes will slowly add up over time. And and that's 
been one of my main things here on Fat to Fit or Else. One of my main things is I literally, well, I'll cut a corner where I can. All right, I I don't shouldn't be eating bread, but I'm gonna eat keto bread. It's not great, but it's okay. I can't have sugar because I got diabetes and I'm on a diet, so I have the fake sugar. But just cut the corners where you can. Cut the carbs where you can. Cut whatever it is you want. You want to nip and tuck. Do it along the way, and a little does add up. It adds up a lot. And when you look at macros, you're only allowed this many calories, this much protein, this much fat, this much whatever. It all really adds up. So it's uh, uh, really good advice as we head into that. And no, you're not alone. Everyone freaking does this. Uh, here's one I found about women and working out that I thought I would drop on you guys. Uh, women who enter menopause early are at a large increased risk of muscle loss in their senior years. So if you're like, I don't know, who do I know? Oh, my wife. I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm hot. I'm cold. Oh, my God, I'm sweating. Oh, my God, I'm freezing. Yeah. If you're that, you're going to lose muscle. You're going to start losing your muscle. You're going through menopause early. Oh, my God. They say a nightmare story by 2045 that more than 70% of people over 65 will be affected by sarcopenia, a decline in muscle mass and function that occurs as part of the aging process. 75%. That's a lot. Or 70%. That's a lot. By 2045, if you're over 65. Um, Let's talk now about my peanut butter pie. Speaking of cutting where you can, I really just, it was another thing that I saw someone make one. And I looked at it and I was like, wow, that looks really good. But it was... It has a cup and a half of confectioner, you know, the confection powdered sugar in it, confectioner sugar. And I'm like, I can't make that if I, I can't eat that. So I said, wait a minute. I have my swerve is powdered sugar. I bet I can make this. And it's another one that uses uh, cream cheese, half a stick of cream cheese. And it uses an entire container of frozen Cool Whip the whole, you know, Tupperware container of Cool Whip, but I buy the sugar-free one at the store all the time. I love that stuff. You can cook with it. You can put it in drinks. You can, so much stuff you can do with it. I put, a lot of times, just put cocoa in it, stir it up, and eat it like chocolate mousse. But I use that. Then I used my Swerve. And then I have some no-sugar-added peanut butter. You put peanut butter in it, and I also have the like dehydrated powdered peanut butter, and I put some of that in it as well. And then you just blend it up. It's a no-bake thing. Put it into a pie crust. That's where I had sugar because I'm lazy. I bought a graham cracker pie crust, and those have sugar in them, and I just used the store-bought one. I didn't make it. Typically, when I'm going to go and I make the uh, pumpkin pie cheesecake that's all keto and diabetes-friendly, I make my crust by crushing the crap out of walnuts, just pounding them into powder, mixing them with a little fake sugar and cinnamon, and then dumping butter on them, and then baking them for about 10 or 12 minutes, and then I bake the stuff. But this was a no-bake pie. I didn't feel like it. I was like, you know what? I I was at the store. I bought the stuff I needed for it, and I just I bought a graham cracker one. And I was like, you know what? It's going to have some sugar in it. Screw it. And like I said, I cut a lot of corners on it. It had virtually... Very little sugar. The only little bit of sugar was in the graham cracker crust that that I I could have beat. You you could do it 
with no sugar. It would be very easy. And I have to tell you, maybe one of the best things I've ever made. Oh, and I also put on top of it, I took sugar-free chocolate chips with a little coconut oil in the microwave for about 35, 40 seconds, stirred it up, and then dumped it in a pattern on the top so it had a chocolate, hard chocolate uh, swirl on the top of the pie. Freaking delicious. It was really, really good. Really good. I When I bought all the ingredients for it, I looked at the thing and I started to make it and then it said and put it into two pies and I'm like wait a minute this is for two pies why would I make two pies I have problems eating one we didn't have problems eating one I made it my wife and my daughter both said ooh gross and then they both tried it and immediately were like oh my god that thing's delicious and then I knew I was in trouble because I didn't have any when I made it it had to set and I put it in the refrigerator and then when I came home it was like half gone already I'm like oh yeah this thing's a banger it's really really good Peanut butter pie, deliciously good. I, I'm really probably going to make it again this weekend. That's how delicious it was. <sighs> okay, now here's my strange story of the day I wanted to get into. Because I've got questions that they don't answer on this Fox News story that I found out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. A man has been charged with murder for shooting a woman uh, right after oral sex. Now, here's the deal. It said, uh, the woman made him feel suspicious while performing oral sex. So, was he performing oral sex on her or was she performing oral sex on him? Because he got so suspicious that when the oral sex was done, he got a gun and shot her and killed her. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, Let's go over the scenario here. You're a dude. Is he going, is he doing oral sex on her? And so like, maybe he smelled another dude or thought maybe she was having sex, became suspicious. Or was she performing oral sex on him? And he was like, wait a minute, that's a new technique. Like, where did she learn to do that? Like, and then he got suspicious. I need to know. It doesn't say. It just says, uh, a woman who allegedly made him feel suspicious while performing oral sex. I I, I want to be clear. I don't know. The guy's last name, by the way, is Bible. Uh, his name is uh, Demarian Bible, and he is now being charged with murder. And when the cops, tr- basically they found the dead girl, and then they went through surveillance cameras, and they saw this guy walking out. They traced him back to a building. They went and picked him up. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, here's the video of you leaving the building. Oh, yeah, 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 that's me. I, sh- I shot her. So I have lots of questions on that one. And by the way, how, if she was performing moral sex on him, you you waited and then you shot her? Like, really? Really? That's the thanks you get? You shoot her? What an a-hole. What an a-hole. Speaking of a-holes, did you guys see the story uh, locally here in Southern California? A 60-year-old Asian grandfather out walking his granddaughter who's 10 months old in a stroller. And some dude just pulls a van, parks in a driveway, gets out, walks across the street, and just sucker punches this old man and drops him. They're saying it's a hate crime. The guy that, uh, that there's the suspect is a Latin dude from Oxnard. What up, Oxnard? And, uh... They say it's not the first elderly Asian he has attacked. So apparently he's got an issue with Asians and he just walks up and just 
I mean, he punched the student right in the side of the head and dropped him. What's weird is when the guy got his wits together and stood up, he never went to pick up the baby. The ba- When he fell, he was straightly KO'd and was holding onto the stroller. He fell and pulled the stroller over. So he's in the middle of the street. The baby flipped over in the stroller. The grandpa's laying on the ground. He gets up and like shakes it off and is standing up and is staggering around, is looking, and never goes to check on the baby, ever, the whole time. Uh, on, on the video, you can find this video everywhere. It was on KTLA. It was all over the place, but uh, check that out. That was a weird ass one, weird ass story. But what a douchebag! Like who does that? All right, now let's get back to as we talked about Mr. Bible, the murderer. Let's talk about my. Uh, Bi- I told you guys maybe I listen to too much uh, Bible study radio. I listen to it in the morning. There's a couple shows that I like to run in the morning, and I'll listen to it in the morning. I listen to it at my desk a lot too, and then I'll kick over to. Christmas music or ghost podcast or whatever random crap I'm into at the time. And uh, here's what happened. Um, If you guys go way back, way back, this was way back in the day, but I was probably on the radio still the first time this happened. I had a dream many, many years ago, and I can remember it vividly because, well, Jesus was in my house. And not often you have uh, dreams with Jesus, but here's what happened the first dream I had with Jesus where to this day I kick myself for being an idiot and I pissed Jesus off. That's not easy to do. He's a very kind and forgiving man, Jesus. So I'm in the room I'm in right now and I'm, I was laying in the bed, but it's a dream that I'm laying in the bed and I hear like literally like a rumble, just a rumble. And I, open the bedroom door. And then this is the last room at the end of the hallway in my house. And I look down the hall and down the hall is a bright, bright light. And it's Jesus at the end of the light. And I see him and and he's at the end of the hall, like all the way to where my kitchen is. And, but I hear this loud rumbling sound and Jesus is moving towards me. And as he moves towards me, um, he's not walking. He's just kind of like floating towards me. And as he moves, it's this is the weird part to describe, not besides the fact that I'm having a dream with Jesus in my house. Uh, as he moves closer towards me, he, I can see around him are angels. And my house disappears as he comes forward. So let's say he was in my kitchen. Well, now he's like down to where the other bedroom is and he's like halfway down my hallway and the kitchen and all that is gone. You can't see it anymore. All you see is Jesus and behind Jesus, angels. And when I say angels, a crap load of angels, like a crap load. Now I continue standing there frozen with my door open, the bedroom door open, looking out and Jesus continues to come towards me. As he as he gets really close, the the roar the house was shaking because the, it was the wings of the there were that many angels, there were so many angels around Jesus that they were they were flapping their wings and the wings were making this roar of a sound. It was so loud it sh- was shaking my house. Never forget that, and I could see. Millions of angels is what I could see. I, I can't describe how many angels there were. There wasn't one spot that wasn't filled with an angel. 
and then there's Jesus right in the middle, and he's smiling. And I step back, and he walks into the room, and he's now five feet away from me. And I look at him, and I say, and I've told this story on the radio before, wow, you rolled deep. And he looks at me, almost like shakes his head like, God, you're an idiot. <laughs> I woke up. I didn't say, Jesus, please forgive me. I'm not worthy for you to be here. Thank you for saving me and giving me etern <laughs> eternal life. No, and fall to the ground and worship the Lord Jesus. No, I made a joke and he like shook his head like, you're an idiot. And then that was the end of it. I woke up. And I was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to screw that up. And so I've lived with that forever. Like, that was a vivid, vivid dream. Now, I would love to get interpretations from you guys on this one. Because the interpretation on that one, I, I don't know what happened. And I prayed on that. Like, I'm sorry. If you if, if, if you bring that dream back to me, I promise I won't uh, make a stupid joke. I'll be very serious. But nothing. So last night, voila, it's my next chance. But... This one was weird. I'm in a city I've never been before. It's daytime. It's sunny. I There's a four or five-story office building on a corner. And I come into a door, and I walk around some stairs, and I come down, and there's like this part of this building, and it's not an office. It literally, I can only describe it as the cornerstone of the building, and it's dirt. And I've walked into a room where the floor is actually dirt. And it's not a basement. There's even windows and sunshine's coming in. And Jesus is standing in the dirt. And his feet are sunken in the dirt. And his hands have the crucifixion marks on them. And his hands are up. And he's standing there. And in this building. And it was very peaceful. And he didn't say he didn't say anything, and I didn't say anything stupid. I just sat there and looked at him, but it was weird. And and by the way, I did uh, this time. I did uh, do the right thing, and I fell to my knees and said, "I'm not." And I did say, "I'm not." I think it was my redemption. Is what it was. Is maybe my chance it was my redemption, but it wasn't the same dream at all. And in the first dream, uh, Jesus did not have the crucifixion marks on him when he came into my room. But he, he definitely had them on his hands in this one. And I, like I said, I couldn't see his feet. His feet were sunken into the dirt, which made me think he was like the foundation of this building that I walked into. And there was no one else in, the, in that room but me and him. And he wasn't talking to me. He was just standing there with his hands up. And that's when I could see the wounds in his hands. And then I fell down and thanked him. But... So I felt better about that. I redeemed myself in a weird kind of way. But I still, there was no message or anything like that. But I'm like, what does that dream mean? What is that? That was crazy. I'm crazy. That's what I know. I'm a, I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Oh, boy. But uh, that is all that's going on in the fat, crazy man's uh, head. I got into the gym on Wednesday night. Got some legs. Got a lot of legs, actually. In fact, a lot, a lot of legs. I've often thought after I do leg workouts and my legs aren't as sore as they should be. So I really pushed tonight and it's good to push legs because it doesn't hurt my shoulder. I think I did 12 sets of 10. I did 120 leg presses, different uh, foot positions. So some hitting the glutes, some hitting the quads, some hitting the uh, hammies, 
And then I did the hamstring curls after that. So I did a lot, a lot. When I make videos, if you ever watch my Instagram videos, I'll just show you like a couple reps of one set. I don't go through all three to five sets, depending on what I do. I just, like I did this, I did this, I did this. And, and you can know when you see that, that I've done usually three sets of 10 or 12. And then uh, tonight I did, I did everything on the legs. I went from really light, heavy rep to really heavy, just five reps and, and then back down and then back up. So I bounced around. It felt really, really good. So I was glad to get a good leg workout in. I'm sure my legs will be sore tomorrow, as will my back. I think I'm fighting a little bit of a cold too, but everyone at my work seems to be sick. So hopefully I can shake that off. But it is time to go. I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for checking out Fat to Fit or Else. If you've got a challenge for this week, give it to me. We've got the the or else part of it where I got to do the pro flex off in the mirrors at the gym, which I do not want to do. But we'll see the challenge. I, I, I Weight loss challenges are weird, and especially with me cranking the creatine. I've got another kind of creatine I'm on now. So now I'm on two kinds of creatine. I'm also on the... Um, peptide injections and uh, it's uh, i'm on a lot of crap so uh weight loss is not ideal for me at this point i'm i'm maintaining i know my body's burning fat because i'm building muscle like a mofo right now and i'm burning more fat my muscle burns fat it, it makes your metabolism better and all that other good stuff so if you want to lose weight protein working out is a really good way and i would say hit the gym and lay off the really crappy food that'd be good but you can do it because i can do it and i'm a big idiot i'm such an idiot i pissed off jesus so know that you can totally do it all right i will talk to you guys again uh probably monday we'll come back with another podcast after the weekend so till then peace out guys